0: 12th of December, 2020 I have to say, I have stayed really positive throughout this whole year, despite everything that is going on. I turned the first lockdown into my own little season of growth and focus. I got to work, read so many books, signed up for online courses, practiced and actually really, really enjoyed catching up with myself. It was liberating to not always feel like I need to make the most of this city or this time in my life or this season. I could just simply catch up. But then November hit, the new lockdown happened, and suddenly my whole emotional stability just started to sway. I haven't felt anxiety for almost two years, but in just a few days it was all back. I don't know if you've had that kind of moment in your life where you're swinging between crying on the floor for no reason and then the next second you're back by the computer making plans and then the next you're out running in a panic and then the next you feel really good again. Well, that was my November. So my topic for this conversation is emotional growth or emotional stability or instability. Maybe I thought emotional growth was reaching a stable point. A point in my life where I simply felt stable, within and without. Where things could happen around me, but I wouldn't be too affected because I would feel strong and balanced. Lately, I think I'm learning that emotional growth is more about learning to balance yourself back up again as quickly as possible. Because... We will sway. We will start swinging between happy and panic, heartbroken and in love. Excited to freaking terrified of the future. It's just life. Especially if you live fully. Which means that you are open for the possibilities of every single day. If you keep open to new adventures, turns and opportunities, your life will never be certain. Right? So then it's about learning to be pulled off center but not feel panic about it because you trust yourself and know that you are fundamentally strong and balanced. You have a center within. I have felt a strange feeling of being heartbroken lately. Without anyone around to break my heart. It's like I have created the feeling of heartbreak in myself by completely focusing in on everything I'm worried about. So I've been thinking, how do you heal heartbreak? Well, you have to move on from the person, stop thinking about him or her, meet someone new. But how do you heal it when there's no one to move on from? So I started to think about this and I realize we always create our own heartbreak. The other person is not breaking your heart, you are breaking your own heart with your imagination about the future, which suddenly does not match up with reality so you feel heartbroken. You heal heartbreak by going back to yourself. Who am I? Here. Now. Closing my eyes. With or without this person, or those worries, or this happening, well here and now, I'm fine. I'm more than fine. I am healthy, I'm strong, I have all the fundamentals in order. So when does heartbreak stop hurting? When you're more excited about the future than sad about the past? How do you get excited about the future? Well, you have to start dreaming it up. How do you want your future to look? Is it exciting enough? Then start working towards it. I'm working with a life coach, and she is obsessed with personality types and human design. Everything I throw at her, she references back to my human design. So I have started studying the Enneagram, which is just one of three million different models of the human psyche. For those of you who are a little bit aware of the Enneagram, my number is number four. We are the Romantics the creators, we are the individualists. We want everything to be special and magical, we want to be special and magical, and we want other people to be special and magical. We romanticize life, and then we get disappointed when life doesn't level up with our daydreams about it. I do this all the time. I daydream about love, success, Weekends by the water and mornings by an open fire. Then I get there. I fall in love with a wonderful man, but I get bored. Disappointed. Because, turns out, love is not just roses and walking hand in hand through foreign cities. It's a constant doubt and regrets and a nagging, wondering what he is thinking. So then I'm thinking, I think I want to be alone. I was really happy being alone. I could do whatever I wanted to do. I romanticize about being single, living free, going places, minding my own business. Then I get there, and all I can think about is falling in love and being swept away by someone new who can take me to a new place. I daydream about reaching certain milestones in my career, The day I finish a certain project, the day I get to work with a specific person, or the day I reach 100,000 streams on a song I wrote in my bedroom. I imagine how I will look and feel, and where I will be, and how everything will smell. And then I get there, and reality doesn't match up with my imagination, so I kind of feel like reality is a bit bland. But my daydreams are lovely. My stories are lovely. My books tell of magic. According to the Enneagram, number fours can go years thinking about people that has left their lives. We question what happened, rearrange reality until it's something completely different, and we simply want life to be a novel. We seek something more than reality. So my life coach tells me I should meet a number five. People who have the Enneagram personality of a number five are stable and straightforward. They're logical creatures. They don't daydream. They don't imagine. They see what is here. They take reality for what it is and accept it. They say what they are thinking and they don't swing back and forth. Fives are reliable, steady and stable based in reality. As a number four... This sounds amazing. What I love about learning about different personality types and psychological archetypes is that I feel like I'm not full of errors. Like this thing of feeling disappointed by reality. I thought it was my negative brain and skeptical mind and it was a flaw. Something I needed to change. I needed to become more positive. But then I learned about my personality type and read other type 4s, posts and books and journals and I realized it's not an error. It is just my human design. And it's pretty amazing because my human design will match well with a different human design and together we will create a really cool combination that can create a really great life and have really great conversations. Learning about archetypes makes me feel like I belong in the world and that my personality is not wrong, it's right. It might be different from yours, but it's as it should be. I'm following my archetype, my path. My path as a seeker. So back to the beginning. I'm feeling extremely anxious and unstable right now. But I know now it's not because I am me and flawed and weak. It's because I am of a certain archetype and every person with my design is going through the same thing right now. That gives me comfort. We feel confused because reality is a little too limiting right now. And we worry and dream and then there's the fine balance between wanting close people around us for intellectual conversations. But not too many people because that just gets tiring and now there are no people. And now we don't know what we want or where to go and we can't go anywhere anyway. I found myself in a really fancy hotel last week for a photo shoot and I have never cried that much in very long. But today I woke up in a very simple bed, made some coffee and wrote a few pages on a new book. And I have never felt so fulfilled and satisfied. Reality is maybe just what you make of it. Anyway. These are interesting times. And I think we should use these times to question, learn, study, understand. Create or comfort. Find what you are good at and do it full out. Learn your personality and learn your people. Then learn what they need. And learn what you need in return. As a four, I'm unstable, so I need an anchor. Are you an anchor to people, or do you need an anchor? I can't be an anchor to people. I need someone to be an anchor for me, but I can make a dream. I can give you visions. I can make your life romantic and glamorous and dream up a wonderful story and then make you go live it, but I can't be an anchor. That's okay. Learn what you are good at and let others do what they are good at. And together, we will create really cool and comforting combinations. And we don't need to be good at everything. I cannot be an anchor, but I can be an artist. Signing off. Love always.